Hi, and welcome to worship on this seventh Sunday after Epiphany. I'm so glad you were able to join me today. We will begin our worship with the confession and forgiveness. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. God of all mercy and consolation, come to the help of your people, turning us from our sin to live for you alone. Give us the power of your Holy Spirit, that we may confess our sin, receive your forgiveness, and grow into the fullness of Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. Let us confess our sin in the presence of God and of one another. Most merciful God, we confess that we are captive to sin and cannot free ourselves. We have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed, by what we have done and by what we have left undone. We have not loved you with our whole heart. We have not loved our neighbors as ourselves. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, have mercy on us. Forgive us, renew us, and lead us so that we may delight in your will and walk in your ways to the glory of your holy name. Amen. In the mercy of Almighty God, Jesus Christ was given to die for us, and for his sake God forgives us all our sins. As a called and ordained minister of the Church of Christ, and by his authority, I therefore declare to you the entire forgiveness of all your sins. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.
grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Let us pray. O Lord Jesus, make us instruments of your peace, that where there is hatred, we may so love, where there is injury, pardon, and where there is despair, hope. Grant, O Divine Master, that we may seek to console, to understand, and to love in your name. For you live and reign with the Father and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. A reading from Genesis. Joseph said to his brothers, I am Joseph. Is my father still alive? But his brothers could not answer him, so dismayed were they at his presence. Then Joseph said to his brothers, Come closer to me. And they came closer. He said, I am your brother Joseph, whom you sold into Egypt. And now do not be distressed or angry with yourselves, because you sold me here. For God sent me before you to preserve life. For the famine 
has been in the land these two years, and there are five more years in which there will be neither plowing nor harvest. God sent me before you to preserve for you a remnant on earth, and to keep alive for you many survivors. So it was not you who sent me here, but God. He has made me a father to Pharaoh, and the Lord to all his house, and ruler over all the land of Egypt. Hurry and go up to my father and say to him, Thus says your son Joseph, God has made me Lord of all Egypt. Come down to me, do not delay. You shall settle in the land of Goshen, and you shall be near me, you and your children and your children's children, as well as your flocks, your herds, and all that you have. I will provide for you there, since there are five more years of famine to come, so that you and your household and all that you have will not come to poverty. And he kissed his brothers and wept upon them, and after that his brothers talked to him. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Holy Gospel according to Luke. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus said, But I say to you that, listen, love your enemies, do good to those who hate you, bless those who curse you, pray for those who abuse you. If anyone strikes you on the cheek, offer the other also. And from anyone who takes away your coat, do not even withhold your shirt. Give to everyone who begs from you, and if anyone takes away your goods, do not ask for them again. Do to others as you would have them do to you. If you love those who love you, what credit is that to you? For even sinners love those who love them. If you do good to those who do good to you, what credit is that to you? For even sinners do the same. If you lend to those from whom you hope to receive, what credit is that to you? Even sinners lend to sinners to receive as much again. But love your enemies. Do good and lend, expecting nothing in return. Your reward will be great, and you will be children of the Most High. For he is kind to the ungrateful and the wicked. Be merciful, just as your Father is merciful. Do not judge, and you will not be judged. Do not condemn, and you will not be condemned. Forgive, and you will be forgiven. Give, and it will be given to you. A good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over, will be put into your lap for the measure you give will be the measure you get back. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. Today's Gospel from Luke continues the Sermon on the Plain from last week, and it's just as unsettling. Jesus is telling the people to love their enemies, ignore their wrongs against them, and give them what they want even when you know you will get you will never get anything in return he ends this part of his sermon by saying do to others 
as you would have them do to you. I wonder what people were thinking. They knew what it was like to suffer at the hands of others. It would be great if when you were kind to others, you knew they would be kind to you. But it is not easy to be kind to others when they treat you badly and they have no intention of changing their ways. Jesus said, when you are only kind to those who are kind to you, it is too easy. The way to show God's love to others is to be kind to everyone, no matter how they treat you. What Luke tells us about Jesus' Sermon on the Plain is important for us as we try to navigate in this world that seems to be filled with so much conflict. That being said, there have been times when these passages have been used to try to convince people to not leave an abusive relationship. Love your enemies. Do good to those who hate you. Pray for those who abuse you. Pastors have used these passages to tell women to stay in a marriage even if they are being abused. Never let these words be used to harm you. All relationships should be ones of mutual love and respect. Remember, Jesus said, do to others as you would have them do to you. And if you show someone kindness and they continue to treat you badly, Jesus does not expect you to stay in that relationship. We can only control our own thoughts and feelings. We can never force others to change. As Jesus talked to the crowd that day, Luke did not indicate that Jesus gave an example of that kind of love he was talking about. But if he did give an example, it might have been Joseph. We read about Joseph in our first reading from Genesis. Because his brothers were jealous of him and how much their father cared for him, they conspired to get rid of him. They threw Joseph in a deep pit and left him. They figured he would die of thirst unless animals killed him first. Little did they know that traitors would come along and take him as a slave to be sold. Joseph was taken to Egypt and went from being a slave to having the Pharaoh put him in command of his land and his people. This happened because Joseph was able to use what God had told him to interpret Pharaoh's dreams. Pharaoh told his people, Can we find anyone else like this, one in whom this is the Spirit of God? And so it was, at thirty years old, Joseph was no longer that poor boy who had been left to die. Then there came a famine, and Joseph's father's brother, father, brothers, and their families were desperate for food. Joseph's father sent his sons to try to barter for food in Egypt. When they arrived, they were told to talk to Joseph, but they did not recognize him as their brother. But Joseph recognized them and finally told him who he was. At first they were afraid because of how they had treated him, 
and they were waiting for him to turn them away, or worse, kill them. Instead, Joseph forgave them and offered them a place for all to live near him. Not only were the brothers amazed at his forgiveness, but anyone who heard this story might also be amazed. It would have been, it would have been a good way for Jesus to emphasize what he was trying to teach the people. Why do you suppose Joseph was able to forgive his brothers? Oh, it would be easy to think that he forgave them because he was much better off in the Pharaoh's court than he would have been had his brothers not left him for dead. But what if Joseph forgave them not because of his social status, but because he recognized how God had blessed him and he wanted to bless others as he had been blessed? That is exactly what Jesus was trying to tell the people then and continues to tell us now. We are blessed children of God. We are not to judge others or condemn them. We are to forgive the ones who are the hardest to forgive. And why do we do these things? It's not because we are afraid God will turn away from us if we don't do as God commands. God's grace is ours even when we stumble. We do these things because we want to show God's love to others and bless them as we have been blessed and continue to be blessed. And you never know when or where you will meet Jesus. Here is a story to illustrate this point. It's called The Rabbi's Gift by M. Scott a once thriving monastery has over the decades been reduced to five aged monks. The abbot broods over the decimation of the once vital order, pondering its imminent demise. Going to the woods to pray, the abbot consults an old rabbi who is there on retreat. As they commiserate about days gone by, the abbot beseeched the rabbi for advice. The rabbi's only cryptic word is, One of you is the Messiah. Returning to the monastery, the abbot shares this word with the brothers. In consternation, none of them can believe this could be true. After all, they know their faults too well. Yet slowly and surely, there develops a profound respect for one another. Just in the slight chance, the rabbi could be right. What if one of the brothers indeed could be the Messiah? This new sense of respect and self-dignity begins to attract new visitors to the dying monastery. One by one, new postulants enter, restoring the order as a center of hope in the lives of many. What wonders are wrought by the conviction that in my neighbor I meet Jesus Christ. Look around you. Where will you meet Jesus today? Amen.
Apostles' Creed, let us confess our holy faith. I believe in God the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, God's only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day he rose again. He ascended into heaven. He is seated at the right hand of the Father, and he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Spirit of the Lord is poured out upon us in abundance, so we are bold to pray for the Church the world, and all God has made. You teach us to love our neighbors and enemies alike. Encourage your church to follow your love. Help us to show mercy, just as we have first received mercy. Merciful God, receive our prayer. Nurture fields that are dormant. Bless farmers and all who work the land and in due time bring forth an abundant harvest. Merciful God, receive our prayer. Look upon our world with mercy. Bring peace to war-torn countries so all may live in safety and be with all those in military service and their families. May their ways be safe and their homecomings joyful. Merciful God, receive our prayer. You cry, your people cry out to you. Strengthen troubled spirits and heal all who suffer, especially those we carry in our hearts and those we name aloud. Merciful God, receive our prayer. You bind us together into one family. Teach us to forgive one another 
and to resolve conflicts with humility and patience. Merciful God, receive our prayer. We praise you for the saints who have inherited the fullness of your kingdom. As you have raised them to eternal life, sustain us in faith by the promise of the resurrection. Merciful God, receive our prayer. Since we have such great hope in your promises, O God, we lift these and all our prayers to you in confidence and faith. Through Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. Lord, remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord's face shine on you with grace and mercy. The Lord look upon you with favor and give you peace.
Go in peace, share the good news. Thanks be to God.